guys, gals, welcome back, welcome back to another fucking episode of the Just Effinson Podcast. It's been like two months, what, April 1st, uh, since the last episode, I believe, and this is TruckCast uh, 19, 20, something like that. Gotta catch up with you guys. Sorry for the hiatus, as always, you know, been busier than a two-legged cat trying to cover a turd in a sandbox. So, uh, um, going to fill you guys in on what's been going on in the past two months. Uh, start off with a little small talk shit. Uh, Jax, uh, got his gray belt the other day. And, uh, Shaolin, which is Vitor Hibiero, uh, legend, absolute legend, Hall of Famer, six degree black belt, um, ninja, like, badass motherfucker. Came in and did our rank review, gave Jax his belt. Y'all should see the video. His face, he's trying his damn hardest not to smile. And I'm trying to tell him, I'm like, smile, it's okay, you can smile, buddy. And he was just trying to, trying to be hard, but it was all over his face. He was shitting his pants in excitement. Uh, he, he has definitely earned that belt, and it's a very important belt. And he has worked his ass off and has kicked much ass to get that belt. Um, we finished up travel soccer. Uh, we we lost two games all season. One team was full of fucking Mexicans, and those kids were gnarly as shit. And then the other team was like two years older than our boys. Uh, other than that, we ran the gambit. And then at the showcase, which is uh, 220 teams um, around North Carolina of all the age groups, uh, we, we won... All of our games, I think the closest game was a, a win by six. And the last game, we, I mean, it was like 12 to nothing. I ended up telling the other coach, excuse me, the other coach to put three extra players on the field. And they still couldn't score on us, and we still kept scoring. I was pulling my scores out or putting them in the back, and they were still taking the ball to the field, scored, played really well. I was really proud of my boys. Um, and, uh, so yeah, that finished up late April and, um, I mean, hell, we're already, you know, talking about next season, which starts in the fall. Um, I have sold the Tangent Theta. I sold the AI Action and both triggers. And what I have left is the Accuracy Obsession Vision Chassis from Ruder to Pooter, from the fore end all the way to the butt stop, is uh, vision and uh, actually obsession. Uh, that includes a full internal weight kit. That's the grip panels. That's obviously the chassis and full front fore end, and then the AI hinge. Because look, AI has they designed the best hinge on the planet. The AI hinge. There's no reason to even try to outdo it. Just they adapted to it, and it's it's perfect. And then the Vision Budstock. I don't even know how many of those are, are even out there in the wild here in the U.S. Um, I know it was the first and only. I don't know if it still is or not. Um, but either way, custom Cerakoted um, at uh, GCP. If you guys are interested in it, um, there's a link on the hide. And uh, if you're not on Sniper's Hide, you know, first of all, you should be. Second of all, it is... Um, I'm, right now, I've got it marked down to 1800 for the entire chassis and um, everything to go. And you cannot buy it and build it for anywhere close to that. 
Um, and, uh, but I also got barrels. I've got, let's see, I got two Dasher barrels and two 25 Primo barrels. Those are the ones I got left. I sold the other ones. Um, and I, all load data that I have for those two will obviously be available and all that jazz. Weighing on my Dasher barrel for the Tika. Now, I am doing, if you remember the, the what how the Tika is set up at the moment, it is in the Vision KRG end, right? So if you aren't familiar with KRG, um, great chassis company, they, their systems are, they have a back, well, I don't think this includes the C4. Uh, the C4 may be different. Now, the C4 is an awesome chassis. If, if they had that uh, inletted for a Tika, we not might not be having this next conversation because I probably would throw it in that chassis because I really like that chassis. I finger-fucked um, Kalen's and Phil's and um, Scott's. I, I, I play with them all, and I really like that C4. But anyway, the rest of them, they all share the same backbone, right? So it's a uh, the backbone chassis, uh, and then each individual, whether it be the Bravo, whether it be the X-Ray, or like the Whiskies, they uh, they just have their own respective forend and or buttstock and grip section, right? Well. Vision did their their forend to go on those uh, backbones. The problem is, I don't think I can fit my M lock uh, nuts on the M lock sections that the backbone is inside. So what I've thought about doing is to just to add weight because this this is not. I'll be happy to get this rifle at nineteen twenty pounds. Like I'll be happy with that. Um, the exterior weight there is no interior weight so you ain't gonna be doing that with that but the exterior weights are an option but the problem is the backbones are just they're so tight to the inside of the fore end of the vision chassis that you can't fit in like so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to basically color those in lock sections with like a marker or pencil take that fore end off and then dremel out or cut out out of the backbone yeah, probably about a sixteenth or an eighth of an inch around outer size of what I colored to be able uh, out of the backbone so that I can use M-lock um, nuts and then have weights on the outside of the chassis. Now I think there's one or two maybe sections at the far end that don't have uh, the backbone. It goes further beyond the backbone. I, I told Christian that I absolutely love that thing. I wouldn't change anything except for I would make it about two inches longer. Um, hey, yo. Um, but uh, that would then, it would just be more competition, right? You know, obviously chassis four ends have gotten longer and longer over the years um, as te technology has expanded and we've learned more about what makes the chassis most efficient and what's the best way to run it, whether it be. Uh, unsupported or, 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 or supported off your belly or even prone with the bipod um, but since it's not I'm fine with it as long as I can get it to the weight that I want now I'm also going to do if that works it'd be great but I'm also going to do a my dasher barrel is going to be a straight shank now a straight shank for a Tika is a little bit smaller than a straight shank for a Remington or Remington variant uh, I believe the Remington, yeah, the Remingtons are 1.250, and uh, 
and the Tikas are like a 1.116 or something, something close to that. Um, and so, but and you ain't gonna be able to tell it. But anyway, I'm getting gonna get some weight on the fore end that way uh, with the barrel. I know I can get some some stacking what the vision weights that I got that I'm keeping the exterior weights. They are stackable. So, but I would like to get them more linear, not just stacked off on top of each other at the far end. Um, I, I'll be able to make it work. Now, if I can add that weight, and if I need to go add weight on the butt section, now it's the Bravo rear section. I will be able to buy the KRG weights that go either the ones in the palm swell and or the one that slides into behind basically behind the uh butt pad in the um butt stock um they I, I think i can add like two or three pounds that way i do have currently uh weighted spacers there's they're i don't know if they're stainless steel or whatever they are but there's the the butt stock spacers but they're made of metal so they're they're weights and I, i've got that um but anyway i need to get it balanced uh and as heavy as i can because it right now it's like 12 pounds and as although doable it's not ideal but uh anyway like i said the chassis if you guys are interested in that i'm going to, i got it listed right now for 1800 uh which is a steal um hit me up uh, on either instagram on the thread of sniper's hide or you can email me at just pc at gmail.com and uh we can talk from there uh also got the two barrel oh, the four barrels for set for sale if you're interested in those those are used barrels um the osprey dasher barrel is only got like 200 rounds down it um the other ones have a pretty low round count as well but those prices are very i don't remember what i've got listed at right now but you know whatever we can figure it out if you wanted the barrels we can make it happen uh, moving on uh car stuff so the was out before I was interrupted. Hey, you guys know how truck casts go. You are definitely subject to get interruptions from this phone. Um, but anyway, so the Mustang. Uh, slowly but surely chipping away at it. So I've basically completed what I'm going to do with the interior of the car. Um, minus a rear seat delete, which isn't a big deal. I can put that in no time at all. But uh, and the roll cage. That's that's really the only things that are need to be done on the inside. I've got new seats, uh, carpet, center console, dash parts, um, kick panel parts. Um, it could use an, a new headliner, but honestly, I don't really give a shit. It's not a show car. I don't give a damn about that. Um, but it helps to know what the plans for the car is. So now that I have it. Um, and I can better explain where, what its purpose is and plans for it and what parts are needed. Uh, this was a originally a four-cylinder car that the previous owner had uh, a V8 swap. It's got a built 302. It sounds really good. It's got a big healthy cam in it, and uh, it's, but it's just slow as shit. Um, T5 transmission, which ain't gonna stay in it. Um, uh, four lug and factory four cylinder brakes. And even the 5 like the, the, the GT and the 5 LX Mustang Fox body brakes were lacking to 
say the least. Like it was, they 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 suck. Okay, um, I have assembled. I've gotten most of the parts that I need for brakes. Um, what I'm doing is considering it is a it'll be an eighth mile car that will probably uh, be in that. Five, five fifty, uh, et range. Uh, like five fifty is my goal, but down in the low fives would be great. Um, and you know, I I don't at that power level, uh, which that'll be eight fifty to on the low end on on pump e eighty five, and then up to maybe eleven eleven fifty power wise. So that's a 550 in in the 120s mile an hour. Um, I, I don't need a parachute at that point. It don't ever hurt to have one, but I, I, my goal is to maybe not have to have one. I'm not going to upgrade the drum brakes in the back, but what I am going to do, where most people go, they buy like very lightweight drag brakes which are like TBMs or Strange or Aerospace. These are very, very small, lightweight um, rotors and small calipers. Uh, sometimes they'll have dual calipers, like one on the front and one on the back. They're very small. Um, and they are fine for drag racing, but to drive on the street, they will get. They do get hot. They'll fucking glow, and they're, they're not. They can warp. It's not the greatest. It, can it be done? Absolutely. People do it every day. I am going the... I'm going to do a little bit of overkill up front. I'm going to do like a 13-inch rotor with... I've already... I haven't ordered the rotors, but that's the easy part. I have gotten my calipers. They are uh, four-piston Brembos. These are big Brembos, and which will require me to run a bigger-than-15-inch front skinny... Um, I'm going to have to go like a 17 by 4 skinny, um, but I, uh, they're going to be great brakes to, to stop and also very streetable, but uh, the drums are going to stay the same, so I've got my 94 90 to 95 um, SN95 Mustang spindles because it has factory four-cylinder spindles and they don't make big brakes for those spindles. They don't really make many brake options for the the um, the V8 Fox body spindles. Um, but even less options for the four-cylinder spindles. So I've got the, the very rudimentary idea or plan that people do with these Fox bodies is they go with newer body style, either the 94 to 95 or the 96 to 04. They are different. They they both work, but you got to do some different geometry on your suspension, depending on which way you go. The ninety four ninety five is a different spindle to to accommodate for better brakes, but they keep the same uh, suspension like your um, basically your your A arms um, on the bottom, your A frames on the bottom. They can be the same as any Fox body. Uh, the 96 and up, you got to shorten them by two inches. But these these 94, 95 spindles are ones that everybody wants. And so they're actually more valuable than the 96 and up. But uh, I bought 
set of those, and I started cleaning them up. These are literally takeoffs off of a 94, I think it's a 95 um, GT. Um, they are dirty as shit. I pulled them all, broke them all down, pulled the hubs off, tossed the hubs, um, took off the uh, brake dust shield, busted those rivets off, and I don't have anybody that, or I don't have one myself, or I don't have anybody local to me that has a, uh, a blasting cabinet, like a media blasting cabinet, so I just sprayed them down with degreaser, engine degreaser, and one of them, I haven't done the other one, but the other one, um, I basically took a two-inch like wire whiz wheel on a drill and just got all the old rust and crud and paint and everything off of them, stripping them down to bare metal and repainting them and um, getting them ready to be thrown on to, for the five lug conversion as well because um, it has your same four cylinder and well all of them are four lug um, spindle so and hubs so I've got I've got new hub brand new hubs coming um, so I'll be able to do four uh, five lug up front I will stay four lug in the back because all I'm gonna do is I'm keeping the drums I'm not really upgrading the brakes in the back for because it's an eighth mile car and I think what I'm doing up front will be plenty sufficient um, but I am gonna be doing uh, new 35 spline strange axles with a spool with five eighth um, wheel studs a bigger beefier wheel stud and i'm going with the uh, whole shop performance custom wheels in the back they're expensive as shit 15 by eight uh, 15 by tens the car currently has uh 15 i think eights or sevens of the uh weld uh rod lights uh in the back and then 15 by like three up front very like uh og um time appropriate era appropriate wheels for the fox body they look really good but they're just not they're not big enough and um that i can't accommodate brakes really for that wheel um the, with the route that i'm going unless i go like a really light small diameter um rotor and small caliper so i'm not going that route i'm gonna have to go 17s uh 17 by four up front but anyway, we got that. Then I'm gonna have to get um, all of the rear suspension stuff. I'm talking coilovers. I'm talking uh, upper adjustable, double adjustable upper lower control arms, uh, the torque boxes. Um, uh, have to do an anti roll bar, all that stuff. A ton, basically replacing the entire rear section of the car. Um, it has an 88. Uh, with 373s it's going to have a spool in it like i said and it will eventually have like a 305 to 315 gear because of the um, drivetrain that i plan on going with which hey i look i love small block ford small block fords are the best sound especially like a stroker small block ford there's not a small block on the planet that sounds as good as small block ford the problem is is that it's so damn expensive. Now, keep in mind, this is not a show car, and I do not care about, uh, like, is it a Ford? I, I don't care. I've had two Fox bodies. I got a GT, uh, one of the two I have now, GT500. I've had LS cars, uh, and I've had 
uh, five Ford trucks, not including my work trucks that I own and vans and stuff. Um, so Ford's great, except now fuck Ford. Ford has gone so fucking woke with their gay pride. Uh, what is it? The Ranger Raptor or whatever fucking is rainbow shit. Like Ford can suck a dick. Like what they do suck dicks from the back, nose in the asshole, ball shaft and all they, they do. And that's why I don't give a shit. Um, about Ford in general. I'm not like true blue Ford guy. I don't care. I like fast cars. I, I have a time goal. I don't have a do it with this or do it with that. It's, I want that. Okay. Now my shop, my tuner, I'm not a tuner. Okay. I am basically semi-proficient with a wrench. Um, a lot of this stuff I, I won't be doing. So my current tuner and shop is Powerhouse Performance uh, in Grifton, which is like 15 minutes from my house. And I'm very fortunate to have them because they are a great shop. And Lance Abbott is the tuner there. Him and his dad own Powerhouse. Lance is the tuner. He is an amazing tuner. Now, they have, they tune, they have, we've got five and a half second uh, Coyote Mustang cars, uh, multiple uh, we've got um, high five, uh, second, eighth mile Mopars, um, but they are an LS base centered shop, if you will. Meaning all of their race cars are all LS powered, whether that be um, 6.0s, 5.3s, 6.2s, 4.27s, uh, LSX block. Uh, 388s like turbo nitrous supercharged all all the way across there's we they are definitely uh gm ls heavy if you will it would probably make most sense to go with a platform that who's going to be doing a lot of that work and all of the tuning what they're best at right dollar for dollar don't be damned that doesn't even that's not the only thing but I have, I've purchased my short block and transmission, okay, which are probably the two bigger single purchase items. Uh, the transmission is a level 4.5 turbo 400 that came out of Lance's personal car. And the only reason why he got a new one, which he got the same transmission, it just, he needed a different gear in that transmission for his application for his turbo Trans Am, um, which is a bad motherfucker. Um, uh, I, I'm buying his, I bought his transmission. I own it. It's mine. And then I bought my short block, which is a built 5.3 LS. Now the machine shop in which they use, they, uh, uh now the names lose me, but the owner of the machine shop, the machinist himself, he built this engine for him, but decided to go a different route on the car. I don't know if he sold the car, if he wanted to go with a bigger motor, but it is a built 5.3 um, boost ready. Uh, it's literally intake, heads, and front drive cam and drive accessory away from a ready motor, right? Um, it, it, uh, the cam I'm going with is the uh, TKM Performance Black, uh, not the Black Sheep Cam, the Lamb Cam, which is a little bit small. The Black Sheep Cam is like a lot bigger, more extreme, uh, less street friendly, but um, 
a big cam. The Lamb cam is still, I mean, there's multiple 1600 horsepower, wheel horsepower, uh, LS cars with this cam in it. And it sounds bad as fuck, but it's, it's actually one of those cams that will, can work well in a or with nitrous, but it's really a, a turbo cam. Um, and, but that's the cam I'm going with, but you know, the big, one of the biggest reasons is, uh, yes, this is, I, so drag racing is expensive. Cars, anything racing is expensive. Like the old adage goes, if you want to become a millionaire in racing, start out as a billionaire. Um, there is a reason why that is a stereotypical, you know, saying for racing because it's so fucking expensive. But small block Ford, the, as much as I would want to have a small block Ford because I love small block Ford, I love how they sound. I love they're, they're a very simple engine. Um, and they just make fucking power. The amount of money that it would take because the problem with those are the block, the, the factory Ford block. They cannot hold a lot of power. Um, when you start throwing a ton of boost at them, you're going to throw a little S trim Vortec at it and run, you know, eight pounds of boost or something like that. Yeah, no problem. You talk about getting into the thousand horsepower range, you're going to need to get a dark block. You're going to need to get it at the market block. Um, when you build a small block Ford, I would have more money or at least bare minimum the same money in just the motor, just the engine that as I will with having the LS in the car, turboed, cooled, fuel system, and power management, my ECU, which will be a Holly. I'll have the same money in the car fucking turnkey, basically, minus the chassis work, as I would just the fucking motor of small block Ford. Now, part of me is almost as adamant to not really support Ford because of the company itself now today. Um, now my Ford doesn't get a, doesn't get a dime. If I go and build a, a dark block, a uh, small block Ford, I understand that, but I'm also not like if I had, let's say I had a Camaro and I fell into this fucking awesome small block Ford that, you know, for an awesome price, I wouldn't hesitate one bit to pull a fucking LS out of that Camaro and put a small block Ford in it. it. I don't, I don't care. My goal is not to be so much about the car as much as it is about the racing. And given that it's not going to be the, my only hobby, it isn't. And it also isn't a priority in my life. I'm not going to spend 30 grand on just a motor. When I can have less than that in this car turnkey racing, right? So, uh, without the price of the car and the chassis work and stuff like that. So, the best thing to me is, as long as best of both worlds, Ford made a killer chassis. They made a killer rear end. GM knocked it out of the park with LS. Now, you can be not a fan of LS and, oh, it's so typical. I don't care that it's typical. I'm not trying to be different. I'm not trying to, it's not a show car. It's literally, I need to go from here to there at this time, and this is what I'm willing to spend on this hobby, okay? And that doesn't include a trailer. That doesn't include all the tires. That doesn't include all the fuel or all the expenses that come along with it. But 
this is what I want to spend and I cannot do that correctly with a small block Ford as much as I would love to and want to, but it's not that important to me. So there's gonna be a lot of haters out there that are mad as fuck that it's not gonna be small block Ford, whatever. I wish it was small block Ford too, or would stay that. But it's just not in the cards right now. Maybe in 10 years I'm still doing it, maybe I'll build another one or even the same car and throw a built badass 363 small block Ford or a 408 or a, a whatever, 427 small block Ford with a big ass fucking 500 shot of nitrous on it. Great. Might do that. Probably won't. Um, but when that time comes, if, if, if finances are feasible, then I'll do it. Now, mind you, I've been doing this. Like, I started doing this before I ever picked up a rifle. I was 15, 16 when I first started wanting to go fast in cars. Um, and then, like I said, the other Fox body and the Trans Am and the imports I had. And, hell, my Jeep Grand Cherokee I had was a V8. I did intake, exhaust, chip, because I just wanted to go fast. And that's what I could get at the time was my first car. Um, it wasn't a race car. Four drive. It was fucking quick for what it was, but it was still in this fucking Jeep. Um, but, and then, you know, I, I got into actually a little bit more money as I got older and in the military, which still brokering a dog's dick. And now I can actually afford to do something. So that's what I'm doing, but I'm not going to retard it on the small block Ford money. I just, I would love to. It's not in the cards, but enough about that. It's going to be fun. Um, and I'm excited to take you guys along with me. Uh, not only that, but also widen my, uh, listenership, widen my listener base because my goal is to maybe have people who don't know shit about long range, uh, precision shooting and, but they enjoy hearing the, the race car content and they may say, fuck shooting stuff. I'm just here for that. Great. But I also may get someone that like, man, you know what? I'd love to get in that kind of, that shit sounds fun. And then, and maybe vice versa. Maybe you guys that shoot, maybe you guys would be interested in, uh, you know, getting into some drag racing stuff. Awesome. Um, but in fact, it's funny. One of the guys, so I was going to bring up that I've got three podcasts that are lined up, um, in the, the auto racing world. Uh, one is the first one's going to be, is going to be Alex Flores. Um, uh, you've heard me talk. My name is a coyote guy. I could go coyote with the, with the Fox body, but coyote is still more expensive than LS. Coyote is awesome. It's easy. Put a stock block in there, a stock long block, throw boost and fuel at it. And you're fucking flying. I get that. Um, especially in a Fox body as light as it is. Um, but that, again, I could probably build three LSs for the price of what it would take to boost one stock coyote. Um, but either way, um, I digress. Uh, I will have Alex on. He's going to be awesome. Uh, and then the second one is, um, John Doc. Um, if you look up LS Nasty, um, or Small Tire Mafia or John Daltrey, any of those three on Facebook and or YouTube, you will see he's got like five brands. LS Nasty, Nasty Racing, Small Block Ford Nasty. They've got them all. John is a legit hardcore fucking drag racer. Um, LDR, X275, no prep, um, street car. He's got like seven or eight fucking race cars, and they're all bad as shit. Um, he is actually pretty local to me. He's here in Benson, and uh, he is... Uh, I saw that he was looking 
to get into shooting wants to find somewhere to shoot or someone to basically teach them how to shoot long range or whatever. And I was like, it was kind of fucking perfect. I hit him up, introduced myself and you know, he's like, yeah, I would love to come out and shoot with you. So we're going to get, we're going to square that up and I'm going to take him shoot. And I told him, I said, look, when we do that, I want you to actually come on and be a guest of my podcast. He said, he'd love to do that. So I'm going to have him on. And then I also told Lance, my tuner, I'm going to have him on. Um, and we and him get into a lot of political talk. He is right there with me. We, we're literally singing off the same sheet of music about that, but also him and his dad starting the business and him and Tony's 29 years old and he's already a, a tuning like genius. He's, he makes power out of whatever platform he is on top of. And it's, it's awesome. Um, I'm gonna have him on. And, uh, so, and then don't worry, there'll still be plenty of precision rifle podcast, uh, coming up after that. Um, but I, like I said, I, I would like to grow the channel and it not, or the channel, the, I'd like to grow the podcast, not precision rifle is such a small niche world corner of the world. I mean, it's small for the firearm community. It's even smaller when you talk grand scheme. So the auto world is actually fucking huge. Um, and, uh, you know, so I would love to be able to dip my toes in that and just expand the podcast. The more feedback I get, the more growth I see, well, really the more motivation I'm going to have to do more and do more often. Um, so that's the goal here. And, uh, I, th- I think it'd be really cool for all involved if that happens because I want to do cool shit. I want to grow. I want to make it worth my time, effort, and money. And uh, but at the end of the day, like with the car stuff, the biggest thing selfishly is for me and my son. Jax is tore slam the fuck up with this shit. He knows the cars. He knows the drivers. He knows the cars' names. He knows. I mean, Dad, we need to do this to the Fox body. I'm going to do that. He's fucking seven. Like, he's about to be eight. But he is just as tore up about it as I am. And we go every Thursday night to Test and Tune. We just went to the um, 252 list race in uh, Creswell at Outer Bank Speedway this past weekend. Had a ball. Uh, he wants to go every time I'm willing to take him. And that is so cool. I love that we share that. I love that we, we, we do everything that I love to do. He loves to do. And that's what makes me most happy is me to take him shooting and him. I mean, he's a damn good shooter for as few times he's done it. And as short amount of times he's done it, printing one inch, five shot group from the standing position at a hundred yards. There's adults that can't do that shit. He's done that. He did that his third time. First, excuse me, first time ever shooting in the standing position. Uh, jiu-jitsu. He is a little motherfucker on that map. And I love it. We talk jiu-jitsu every, after every class, after class, you know, obviously, I, as you know, I help teach the kids class. He said, dad, what do we need to talk about? What did you see? What do I need to work on? And he genuinely means that he wants to get better. Drag racing. He cannot wait to go to the track. He fucking loves it. He loves riding the Fox Bay. He loves riding the GT500. It, it's, it's so awesome to share these things, all of these things with my son. And the fact that everything that I like to do, he loves it too. And he genuinely loves it. It isn't like he just wants to do it to spend time with me 
he he does it because he does spend time with me, but he, because he actually genuinely enjoys it. And that, to me, it fills my heart more than anything, more than any trophy at a match, more than any envelope full of money at a race or a trophy at a race, It more than any belt or any uh, medal that you can hang around my neck at a jiu-jitsu competition. That fills my heart more than any of those things. And let me take this chance to... Uh, encourage all you dads out there or even uncles you know if you don't have a kid but you, you got a cool nephew or, or niece or whatever do this any of this do something and involve the kid and it will be more fulfilling for you and a lasting memory for them and that's you know that's where I'll end it there on that but um, going forward like I said I don't know uh I think that's probably it, guys. Look, again, if you're interested in the chassis and stuff, hit me up, justefandsendatpc at gmail.com or on the Instagram page. Um, and Or barrels, if you're interested in that, let me know. Uh, if you questions, comments, uh, shares, likes. Dude, if you guys flood the Podbean shit, Podbean looks at the metrics, Podbean will put it and suggest it to other people. And... Um, you know, I'm, I'm wanting to grow this thing. You've heard me talk about it. Uh, I could do more on my part. I know that. And I am fully the first one to raise my hand and say that. But I need you guys. I need your help, too. So um, just, hey, if you've, if you've stuck around and through the two months me not doing shit on this thing, and then, boom, as soon as you see it, you download it, I appreciate it. I, I see you. I appreciate you. And um, I ain't let you down. It ain't going nowhere, guys. So it's only up. And um, I'm hoping to, to keep it moving and, and growing the podcast, guys. So until next time, y'all keep your eyes out for that. Um, keep your eyes out for the next episodes coming. And I will catch you guys on the flip side.